This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 318, and I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the only online listening experience in the world today, on Twitter at Marking Out. Check us out, MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com, slash MarkingOut. YouTube.com slash out 11 and buy some of our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Did I say Facebook? I don't even know. Facebook.com slash out. Slap a like on us. Like us on Facebook. Do it. I'm also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter. <laughs> that was so stupid. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. This has been a really great week, and it's going to be an, uh, an exciting weekend. Yeah, so I'm super I'm jealous. Great. Super jealous of your Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. So, yeah. Um, well, I think Saturday, call me crazy, I think Saturday's going to be. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to more even. Saturday. Listen, I don't care. I don't need to see Wicked at all. Well, let me tell the fans. So on Saturday, I'm going to be seeing Wicked over at uh, Proctor's, and that I'm really excited about because I saw Wicked on Broadway, and that was really good. You did see and, Wicked on Broadway? Uh-huh. With who? Yep. Um, it was a class trip with Oneonta. So um, oh. it was pretty awesome. It was a pretty sweet deal. I think for $20, you, they, took, they rented a coach bus for a bunch of students to go down and see Wicked, and you spent like the day in uh, well, the night or day in uh, the city. It was just twenty bucks. Yeah, it was mad cheap. See, like it was maybe twenty, thirty dollars. If it was, if it was twenty or thirty bucks, that in that case, I'd be like, yeah, okay, why not? Everyone talks <laughs> about seeing Wicked. I'll go see it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't need to go see Wicked. I, I, I love the play. I think it's very. Uh, I think the plot is very smart and cool. Like, I like the aspect that you took something that everybody knew and uh, grew up knowing and put an entire new spin on it. I love that aspect. Like The Wiz? Yeah, like The Wiz. Just taking something that's been known and just spin it. So I'm seeing that on Saturday and then probably going to go to uh, Puzzles before that, which I'm excited about, Um, which is a a deli slash bakery, more bakery. Uh, but it's in all, uh, Schenectady and all the workers there, um, they are all, uh, autistic or are, are on the, uh, spectrum or some, so, something like that. And it's just a great place, great atmosphere, really great food. And everyone should check out puzzles, uh, if you're in the area. And then on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
going to go see Gravedigger. And I cannot wait. I saw <laughs> Gravedigger back when I was in elementary school. Wait, did you really? Yeah, I actually did. Wow. See, nobody ever wants to go see monster trucks with me. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, I think my cousin would probably go with you. Well, now it's now the only reason why I would have actually gone was to see Medusa, and she's gone. I was about to say to see Elijah Blaze. Yeah, she's, she's gone now. She retired. You moral. And it sucks. They had. I think they had it at Barclay Center, but she wasn't part of. She wasn't one of them. She wasn't on the roster. Nah, she was up at some other. Some other. I think she might have been in Canada that night. I don't even know. But well, let me tell you something, brother. That was really bad. But on <laughs> Sunday, I'm going to be seeing Garth Brooks uh, in the opening act, Trisha Yearwood. And no, I don't, I, it's not opening act. That's not how it works. No? No. It's like mid, is, mid-show together. And then the rest of the show together? No, it's like Garth Brooks will do his stuff, and then she'll come out for like three songs or something. Maybe they'll do one together, and then Garth Brooks. So there's no his. actual opening act. No, I don't. Not from when I went. No, that's interesting. Well, I'm sure it's still going to be a a great concert. So it's seriously, so dude. It was one of my favorite concerts that I've been to, and even with like the five hour rain delay. Yeah, and, you didn't even see him till midnight, right? Yeah. Which, don't get me if that was me, I would have been done. My body would have put me to sleep already. But apparently Garth Brooks doesn't give refunds, so. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's up to his decision, though. No, I think it is up to his. How? It's up to the artists. Really? Yeah. I can't see that. I feel like that's a venue thing. No, I, I, I believe it's. How do you know this? I've heard rumors that Garth Brooks does that but like when you get emails for postponed events or canceled events it says up to the artist and venue as well i guess but yeah i say that it's more up to the venue than artists because it's their tickets no i'm pretty sure they well, they no, are hired the... by the artist is hired or the company is hired by brought in by the arena yeah i don't know i think it's the artist also getting uh well yeah, so that all of that's going on. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, and then this week, just in general, I mean, watched Fastlane with my girlfriend. And she's actually becoming a big uh, a fan of pro wrestling, which is nice. Um, and it's just been a good week. I finally downloaded the USA. I was, uh, my girlfriend was telling me about the, the USA app on the phone, and I never tried it. But I downloaded it, and I was watching um, uh, SmackDown that way. Through my phone, so because for some reason it never works on my computer. Yeah, That's I don't. True. I tried to do it on my computer. It doesn't work on my computer either. Yeah, I don't know why. And so, my phone, I can't do that on my phone. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Thank you for asking. Thank you for remembering to ask. <laughs> You're welcome. So, well, I know if I didn't ask you, I would have heard about it a lot off the podcast. I don't, you know what? I completely forgot about it right now. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about your week. Well, uh, as per, it's been becoming a, a more and more bigger of a thing. So stupid. I think it was Saturday. I went to the driving range. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Went All to right. the driving range. It was like 15 degrees there. 
I didn't realize, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it was so cold out. Did you not check the weather? No. It, it was bright and sunny. Well, you know. You know something, brother? You should check the weather next time. We, we got there. We were literally, we were the only ones at the driving range. And I was like, dude, this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. I was, and I, and it's funny because I was like, and that's saying a lot because you've done many dumb things. Yeah, and I was wearing, I had a regular shirt on. I was wearing a another shirt over that. I was wearing my jacket, and I was wearing my my sweat my sweatshirt my sweater. I don't my ugly Christmas sweater sweater thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, oh yeah, that's gonna be enough. It was not enough. I was frozen. Let it go. Yeah. Let so, it go. That was the dumbest thing I ever did. Well, not ever did, but this <laughs> is pretty stupid to go. Well, now that you said that, now I'm kind of curious. I want to pick your brain. I don't know. What I, could, is I couldn't answer you that. the dumbest thing you've ever done if it's not that? No, I really I couldn't answer that. I don't know. But, I mean, obviously there's something on your mind. No, I really – I'm just saying that there's no possible way that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I, I just don't know what would be the dumbest thing. Not giving up your merch stand to go meet Jushin Liger? Like, that's another dumb thing. <laughs> but that wasn't um, my fault. I didn't want, like, we said this already. I said this already. I had, like, expensive stuff with me. Yeah. You could have done the hot tag and been like, oh, here, you can take this. Taking mad pictures with Bret Hart, taking mad pictures with Jushin Thunder Liger. I would have done a hot tag. Yeah, right. I would have. But uh, as far as today goes, today, is it nice? What's the weather like by you? Actually, right now, it's becoming very windy. Very windy. Um, from what I hear, it's supposed to be nice, but then next week, it's supposed to snow. It snowed here today. Oh, really? A lot? Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, oh my. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's the sun is out now, so it's like mostly gone. But yeah, it snowed quite a bunch here. And uh, uh, and then it's supposed to snow on Tuesday and Wednesday, which I hope it does not affect the trains if it does, because I'm going to see Green Day on Wednesday. Green Day? Yeah. Not Green Day? Green Day? Green Day. Like Green, green Day? Day? Like Canadian Idiot? Weird Al Yankovic parody song of American Idiot. Green Day. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You get to see the people that uh, Taz does not like. I think Taz and Tommy Dreamer almost beat him up. Yeah. And you held the grudge against them for a while because of that story, right? Against Green like, Day? Yeah, you were like, oh, I don't want to listen to them because they they – Spoke back to Tommy Dreamer and uh, Taz. No, I never had that reaction. However, I do think if the story goes as it goes with Taz and Tommy Dreamer, then Green Day are just a bunch of punks that shouldn't have done what they did. And I'm assuming. What exactly did they do? Because I'm not fresh on this story. I think they were just like yelling at the at the the desk woman at the hotel. Mm Hmm. I, for whatever reason, forgot what they're called. The hostess? I don't, the hostess? Do you call them hostess? Operator? No, not the operator. Her? Was that the the person behind hotel the desk management? at the hotel? I don't know. Whatever you call it. 
so telephone were, operator. I think they were just like yelling at the woman, like, like berating her or something. Oh, I was about to say berating. Yeah. Uh huh. And they stood. They stuck up for her. They were like, "Do you want to take it outside or something like that?" And, and they were like, "Dude, we're we're already standing outside." They were like, "Nice guys finish last." <laughs> Is that really what they said? No. Oh, oh, okay. No, of course that's not what they said. Well, what can I say? I'm just an American idiot. Yeah. Which, so, it's, a, it's a shame they're not playing Nice Guys Finish Last, I should say that. I don't know that song. You didn't You didn't know the song I just did? I don't think so. Oh, it was like one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. I, like, it's, yeah. Huh. Yeah. The one song I hate is, uh... 21 Guns? They're not doing that oh. either. Uh, I think when September ends, oh, whatever. Wake me, wake me up when September ends. Yeah, I don't it's just think, so slow. I don't think they're doing that either. So slow. Well, all right. So what else? Anything else? What's going on? Mm, not much. Nothing else is much really going on. All right. Well, well, well. Look what we have here. We had a pay per view on uh, Sunday. Where was it from? Because I know you want to say it. It was from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the BMO Harris Bradley Center. Ah, yeah. nice. Oh, so oh. Nice. Yeah. What do we? Oh. What do we have? The kickoff show. What would we have that? From the Blue Light Orchestra. Well, wait, what is that? Isn't that yellow? What? Yellow? E L O? Coldplay? Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah, but what? You didn't say E L O, did you? No, because the arena is B L O, right? It's B M O. Oh, M O. Well, never mind then. Yeah. Uh, it's like our, Brandon's marking out Harris who, Bradley Center. Who, who, Wow. Um, you should definitely hit them up about that. Yeah. Well, what would you like to know? First match of the evening. Well, first, How? who won? Well, this was a tight battle. Going down to the final match of the evening. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think you. I think you won. That is a fact. Yes, I won five to four. I was when I was watching this, looking at the results. I was like, "Damn, this was stupid." Yeah, I still don't know why uh, you picked the, one of the matches the way you did. Well, we'll see about that once we get there. I have a feeling I know which match it is, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, the first match, opening match, the first match of the evening was Samoa Joe. Oh no, game. it was not. It was Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa. Oh yeah. Okay. Kickoff, kickoff. Defeating the Brian Kendrick and Noam Dar. Yeah. I still don't like this Dar Fox thing. I don't get it. What don't you get? I don't know. There's something about it that I just don't care. How well, about that? I well, just don't care for it. Someone's obviously sending her gifts that's not Noam Dar. And they're making it out to be for Swan? I guess. I don't know. Even though I guess last this past episode of 205 Live, Dar... Did send him? Didn't send Alicia Fox stuff? I don't think he did. I think he just took credit for it. Well, no, he said you're late, so that's why. Yeah, I, I think that he just took credit for it. I don't think he actually did send anything. I think he just saw the guy show up and was just like, "Oh yeah, no, you were supposed to be here uh, 
a while ago. Like, I feel like that he was just taking credit for someone else sending something. I want to know where Cedric Alexander is. I don't know. Maybe he's the one sending stuff to Alicia Fox. Like, he left her, and he's going to be like, oh, please take me back. I shouldn't have left you, even even though you were, like, shady and mean. Yeah. I don't know. But this, this match was really good. I thought this was a great, like pay-per-view opener yeah i think the five uh the 50 lot 501 what is it 502 yes i think 505 david yeah 205 um i think it's a great way to open up any pay-per-view to be like honest yeah i mean wcw did it with nitro often Mm -hmm. so yeah i think yeah i think it is very much so a great way to open it up uh up next, the first match of Fastlane, we saw Samoa Joe defeating Sami Zayn. Completely choked him out. Was this the match or no? What do you mean the match? That you didn't know why I picked the way I picked? Um, no, we both picked Joe in this. Oh, I thought I picked Sami. Nope, you picked Joe. Yeah. Do I, you want me to just tell you who you didn't pick or as we go through the matches? No, as we go through it. All right. But I was disappointed with this in the way that, like, why don't they do the three-arm raise thing anymore? I don't know. I, I do always enjoy that, but they got rid of that a long time ago. They, I don't, like, they haven't done it at all in recent history? No. They got rid of that a long time ago. Because I, 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 they, they, I think they thought that the hooking up moment was a little bit too far-fetched. I thought, I, I, I really thought i've seen it recently so like i don't know if it's like me. i don't think you i don't think it's i don't i don't think i've ever seen it recently on wwe television like that's what i was gonna say is like i don't know if it's like i'm just confusing like independent wrestling with wwe you may maybe because i think they got rid of that entire i don't know tweet sean bennett ask him why i don't know he's the ref yeah i don't know i really think they got rid of the three count but I agree. I think that that's always a good thing they have in there, especially for the fans. I mean, what better way to engross your fans than one, two, and then, oh, he's coming out. So I was was pumped up for that moment. So I don't know why they got rid of it. Yeah. Uh, so anything that you want to say about this match? Uh, no, just this was, also, I, I, this was also another good match that opened up the pay-per-view. Honestly, I'm still not buying Samoa Joe. In what way? I don't think I'm a fan of his wrestling, to be honest with you. Oh, I, I think I'm definitely over Samoa Joe as well. I, but, like, as far as this match goes, I thought it was a really good match. And I was like, with the kickoff match leading into this match, I was like, yes, we're going to get a good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the club and Cass and Enzo was, like, decent. Like, yeah, like it then. I, I like, really thought Enzo and Cash were gonna win. I well, you know what? I my friend kept texting me. He goes, "Oh, this is their moment. This is their, this is their moment." I was like, "You know what? I think it's gonna be WrestleMania where it happens for them." I could see Orlando. That would be cool. So I had like there was like points in the match where I was like, "Oh wow, Cass and Enzo are gonna be tag team champions right now." But then there was also like, "No, I think it'll be." If they even make it to Orlando, we'll discuss more on that. 
during Monday Night Raw, but, but, uh, yeah, Gallows, this was a, a crooked ending. What do you mean? Luke Gallows, the, the, the foot was on the rope. Anderson's oh, yeah, foot Gallows. was on the rope, and Gallows knocked it off. So, yeah. Which is, that's like so stupid. Like, we just saw that on SmackDown the week before, where Shane McMahon came out and goes, AJ Styles' foot was on the rope. We're restarting this match. Yeah. Or Luke Harper's foot was on the rope. Or AJ Styles, I forget which. I think it was AJ. I'm, I'm not too sure, but so I, like you had I'm Stephanie not, McMahon not even there that night. Did, yeah, was I didn't she understand there? that. Why? No, she was. Oh, right, because her plane. Why. Her. Yeah, I don't understand plane. the entire aspect as to why, though. Yeah, I don't. Oh? I guess maybe just to like continue Mick Foley screwing up or something. That's the. That's the only thing I can think of. But like nothing, I guess, I mean, in a sense, it's so stupid because they didn't do anything with it on Monday Night Raw. Like Kevin Owens is a Triple H guy. We saw Kevin Owens talking to Triple H a few weeks ago. Then Kevin Owens dropped Chris Jericho during the Festival of Friendship. We saw him talking to, to Triple H backstage that night. And that's leading nowhere, where Triple H isn't going to come out and do like, oh, no, this is not right, blah, blah, blah. Stephanie's not even there to, like, overturn a victory or anything. I don't know. But I, I think during, with something like this, like, why, if you're Mick Foley and you see, you're watching the show, you see the foot was on the rope, well, how are you not going to run down and, and do anything about it? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Well, all right. What do you think about this next match? I'm going back and forth with it. I think it's bad for Nia Jax. I thought it was a bad match in general. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't expecting anything more of it, too. Like, going into it, I wasn't expecting uh, anything special. Did I pick Nia Jax to win? Yes, you did. As, as did so did I. Win. Yeah. And so did I. Yeah. Which I, I actually... Which I actually marked correct. So the finale is actually three to four. Uh, hold on. Yeah, three to four. This, this outcome of this match makes even less sense for what happened later in the night. Also, mm-hmm. like she won. Like what's what? Like it, I'm like I have nothing to say. This match, this match was terrible. The outcome of the match was terrible. What happened after later in the night? I thought that Nia Jax going down by roll-up, a, a bridging roll-up, or whatever you want to call it. I think that that's kind of baffling. It was like the quick... Yeah, I don't think that should have happened either. That's no. No. You can't tell me her legs aren't going to overpower that. I mean, you're trying to build up Nia Jax that she she's just beating down a lot of these women that she's stepping in the ring with, but she gets beat with a, that bridging pin. I mean, but after that took place, um, they showed footage from the kickoff show with Rusev and Jinder Mahal 
fighting with each other verbally and Mick Foley setting up singles matches for both of them, saying that you guys can go to the ring and decide whose match will come first, which was this moment where Jinder Mahal and Rusev came out, then they started arguing and fighting. Which I don't understand why they were fighting. I don't know either. Over who's going to have the first first match? It should have just been a, a tag team match with Cesaro and Sheamus versus Jinder Mahal and Rusev, where they could have done their quarreling and bickering and fighting afterwards. But instead, for whatever reason, Cesaro had a one-on-one match defeating Jinder Mahal. This match went way too long. Agreed. It made this match. It made no sense. This match has no meaning to it whatsoever. And after this match, uh, Jinder Mahal and Rusev fought more, and Big Show came out for a match. Big Show then defeated Rusev. Also, a match went way too long. And then they I, did they fight more afterwards. I don't recall. I don't recall, but I'm, and then I, I just, I don't get this entire thing. Is it, why, why Big Show though? Why not Sheamus? I don't know. Like, wouldn't it make sense if you're going to have tag team versus tag team, you would have Sheamus versus Rusev? I just. Instead of bringing out the, I like, I don't understand why are we building up Big Show for WrestleMania? Are they really going to go through this Shaq thing? Does Big Show really need to be built by defeating Rusev on a pay-per-view? I think Big Show already has enough. Like, no one's going to doubt his size. I don't think it did anything for anybody in that match. No. I totally agree. But next, I, the next match, I think, we a lot a, was done to both. We had what? a beacon, a beacon of hope here. A we had beacon a, of- a beacon of hope for maybe this, this rest of the pay-per-view will be good. Oh, yeah, no, this match was fantastic. Unbelievable. Match of the night for sure. I agree. For the I, Cruiserweight I, Championship. Yeah, I popped a bunch of times. Neville, the champion, defending against uh, Jack Gallagher. And just an awesome match. Really a lot. I think it started off slow, but then towards the midpoint, it just really picked up quickly. Yeah. Like, I really think it, I do think that it started slow, but it just went all uphill after it. Yeah, fans definitely got into this. Yeah, from the head nasty headbutts from Gallagher to Neville just giving it his all with his high flying. And I don't think I feel I don't really know if we've seen the red arrow recently. No, I think he stopped doing it for a while. Yeah, so we saw the red arrow to, uh, that night. Yeah, uh, and that's how he finished off uh, Gallagher. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, you had Roman Reigns picking up the victory over Braun Strowman. Uh, okay, this match. Well, first, before we talk about that, I just want to say you're cutting New Day's segment. Where New, oh, Day, I... New Day came out with their ice cream bicycle. Mm-hmm. Just to talk about being the host of, of WrestleMania. I think this was where Big E started singing Randy Orton's theme song. Oh man! I don't, no, I don't know was... if it was this, if it was here or Monday Night Raw, but I thought that was funny. No, it was it was Fastlane. Yeah, so uh, I don't know why. It's just like they're wasting New Day right now. But there's really nothing you can do with New Day. 
that's why that's exactly why I don't think that they're wasting New Day. I don't think that they are because of that reason. It's like yeah, I don't know. I just I I think it's wasting. Cuz you're, like, you're not like you're not where else are you going to put them? But it's like you you're trying to get them into storylines, but there aren't storylines where they are. Like right now their storyline, oh, we're the hosts of WrestleMania, but then they go on to have a one minute long match on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. That's like there's nothing that's been happening week after week since they, I'm lost, okay with, since I, they lost the titles. Honestly, I'm totally okay with it. I don't think that it's a problem. I think it's good that they are being used in this matter because it doesn't overdo it too much. It gives them it kind of keeps them stagnant right now. They're not in a feud or anything. They're just stagnant. They're still in uh they're still uh, a prominent figure a figure on Raw and the pay-per-views where they are always being used. Yeah. So they're always fresh in a uh a fan's mind. And I think that this is fine with Car- because after being champions for so long and being the stable part of the tag team uh, uh the tag team division They're for such a like long time. No longer part of the tag team division. No, but I am totally okay with them taking a step back to just do these promos to uh hype up the WrestleMania as the hosts. I think that this is perfectly fine because once WrestleMania hits, then they can come back into the tag team picture, or right after that, they can come back right into the tag team picture. This way you're building up the club a little bit, Cass and Zoe, and giving a little bit spotlight. Because realistically, you put New Day in the storyline against the club. What is that going to do for the, for New Day? Really nothing. Especially if you want to build up the club. Right, and so then their Cass next... Enzo, like you can next... New Day versus Cass and Enzo because you want to get Cass and Enzo over. Right, so like... New Day's next feud is going to have to be like a, a big one. I don't think it has to be a big one, but I think that it's going to. I think that they're going to be going to the championship scene really quickly uh, after WrestleMania. Well, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Kind of like, kind of like the same manner with Seth Rollins right now. I don't. I personally don't buy the injury as serious as they are portraying it. Well, if they're building him, if they're they're building up a WrestleMania thing, so exactly. But I feel like with New Day, they're kind of just all right. Uh, they're just building up some time, uh, giving some time and distance between storylines instead of connecting everything. And sometimes that's really bad, like Roman Reigns last year. But no, I I mean Roman Reigns last year was good. Where he won the Royal Rumble, or two years ago, where he won the Royal Rumble, and he was so heated, uh, so much heat behind him, and then they took him off TV, or he, he got injured, and he was on TV up until WrestleMania time, when it was time for him to come back into that picture, and I think that they're kind of doing a similar thing with New Day, and I'm, I think that's fine. Sometimes I feel like that's lazy, but in this case, I think it's fine. Well, speaking of Roman Reigns... Uh, next, we saw Roman Reigns defeat Braun Strowman in what I thought was another just plain match. I was I was excited for this match because what happened on Raw that that brawl from Monday Night Raw I thought was decent enough that it could we should have seen that here. 
Like, yeah. we, we didn't see any sort of brawling, really, at all. Brawl! I thought this match went on way too long for what they accomplished in this. I I agree. And, to, and not, the, the end of it. The end of it. Nah, yeah. Let's, like, I mean, let's focus on the end, because during the match, there was really... I. It could go back and forth with I did it I did enjoy it, but I did enjoy it because of Braun. And I'm becoming a big fan of Braun. So I really enjoyed watching him uh, interact with Reigns. But the finish where he went decided to go to the top turnbuckle and go for that top rope splash. Like that's just mind boggling. Yeah. Who who wrote that ending? Who in their right mind said, you know what would be a great ending? Let's put Braun Strowman, who's never been on the top rope before. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Are you not, you're not, you didn't like that, though? No, not at all. Why not? Why didn't you like the fact that he went to the top rope for a splash? Okay, I didn't mind that, but I didn't like the fact that that was the ending. Well, he got speared after it. Yeah, I don't like that. At all. But, uh, I, I mean, it's realistically, this is where Undertaker should have come out. Yeah. 100%. He should have been involved. 100% Undertaker should have come here. And if you're going to build a match towards WrestleMania with Roman Reigns and Undertaker, you, I, I don't even think you can at this point. Even in the storyline for Monday Night Raw, you can't. You know they what? It's such a done. terrible job actually, of building this up. Actually, they couldn't do it. What I was thinking, because they do it later on. What I'm thinking that they could have done is, during the match, have Undertaker's gong hit and distracts uh, Reigns for Roman, uh, for Braun Strowman to pick up the victory. But they do the exact same thing later on in the night, so it would be right. just, it would be pointless. But this is where Undertaker 100% should have come out, and the WrestleMania match, you can only, there's, there's only one match set up for WrestleMania right now involving Undertaker, and that's Undertaker versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, and you guys are blowing it. Because that's not going to happen. I fear that they are not going to involve Braun Strowman. They're not. They're clearly not. There's no way they're going to, after especially what happened on Monday Night Raw. And that's the thing that I hate so much, is that they are going to exclude someone that they just spent so much time building, and they're going to exclude him from the biggest match of his career. We'll talk about that at the end of Monday Night Raw. Like, I'm just, I really don't understand how you can possibly even consider leaving someone who has been getting a a large amount of fan support, leaving him out of this. So, yeah, moving on from that, earlier in the night, Bailey spoke with, uh, with Sasha Banks and, and I think Charlotte too, was she? Um, I don't know. Where she would, I think maybe not even, maybe Sasha wasn't even there. It was just Bailey saying that she wanted, about doing this on her own. I don't remember. I I think that just may have been a backstage. uh, Yeah, it was backstage. She was being interviewed. Yeah, I think it was just an interview. I don't even remember if Charlotte showed up or if Dana Brooke was there also. I don't think. It was something along the lines of, I want to do this on my own. Dana shouldn't be there. It should just be me versus Charlotte. Yeah. Here we come. Fast forward to this match. We have Bailey versus Charlotte for the women's championship. Bailey retains, breaking Charlotte's win streak on pay per view. 
on a random Monday Night Raw, Sunday Night Raw pay-per-view, as people were saying. Uh, and it did nothing. It had zero effect whatsoever. What about the way Sasha Banks got involved and there was no DQ or anything? It made, it made no sense. Earlier in the night, Sasha Banks wins her match against Nia Jax. Charlotte goes to the top rope to hit a moonsault to the outside. And Sasha Banks just runs down for what reason? And then clocks Charlotte in the face from what it looks like in front of the referee. The referee it, it definitely this. looks like she took she hit her. The referee is seeing this 100%. But Charlotte, boom, beating, beating up Sasha Banks. No DQ, no whatsoever. This would have made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. She's coming down. It's going to cause a disqualification. Charlotte's pay-per-view streak, she still won the match. I mean, don't get me wrong, Charlotte. But now, Charlotte, the streak is broken. And you could claim, oh, it was because of an issue. It was uh, interference or whatever. But I do not think it was even a streak. Based off, it, they, they said it oh, was yeah, a no, single streak. I, I don't buy, yeah. They said it was a single streak, and I think they counted, I, I'm almost positive that they counted WrestleMania in that, which was not a singles match. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% positive, but I think they counted that. But regardless, which is one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out, I thought this match was, was, was just a, a, a terrible ending. Terrible, terrible match itself. Terrible. Just, just terrible. It was awful. It had nothing. Why Why do I even care about it? How, don't, like, I don't understand how you're going to try to break Charlotte Flair's streak. The, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I really don't understand why it's the pay-per-view before WrestleMania that you're breaking her streak. I would assume that the streak was going to be broken at WrestleMania and make it into a WrestleMania moment. But Not I guess this they want to say that this, because it's a single match streak, you can't break it in a triple threat or whatever they're building it to. I think that's awful, though. But I thought for sure we'd see Nia Jax in this as well. Nope. No sign of her. Yeah. And then the pay-per-view ends. I, I think that's awful, too, that Nia Jax got left out of that entire altercation. Well, but then on her on the other hand, she did lose to uh, whatever her face is earlier on. Thanks, yeah. But so, even on Monday Night Raw. But yeah. uh, up next, you had Goldberg defeating Kevin Owens to become the Universal Championship in 21 seconds. Oh, 21.67 21. seconds, I believe it was. I do and, not understand uh, this. Uh, Kevin Owens was playing mind games with Goldberg at the beginning, not not allowing the match to actually start. Goldberg, which was, I loved, Goldberg was completely blown up as he always is in the ring before the match even started. Mm-hmm. He's just pant- pacing back and forth. Sweating. What lab is already panting? What? He was panting once he got into the ring. Yeah. He was, he was just done for. And then finally, but, finally, Kevin Owens gets in the ring, has the referee start the match. Before the ref rings the bell, Chris Jericho's music hit. Chris Jericho comes out. The ref rings the bell. Stupid, stupid, stupid referee. Makes no sense. If, you, if you're the referee and you see somebody else coming out to interfere, maybe, 
You're not going to start the match. Why would you start the match? How does that make sense? But he starts the match, turns around, boom, spear, goal, jackhammer, and champion, that's it. New champion. Goldberg's backstage. Doing Goldberg it. cannot put on a match over two minute long. He's wrestled like a total of five minutes and fifteen seconds since he's been back in WWE, including yeah. the Royal Rumble. They had an interview with Goldberg backstage afterwards about winning the title. He's completely out of breath. He went out there, paced back and forth, hit a spear, hit a jackhammer, went back to the to the backstage area as champion, completely out of breath. How totally is he how up. is he getting cleared? I don't totally, understand. Totally blown up. I just don't I don't understand it. It's it's one of those things that you really like I was so disappointed. It's in like this. you had to know that Goldberg was going to be WWE uh, Universal Champion. Yeah, but it's no, that's stupid. That's so stupid. Yeah, not this way. Not this way. It didn't happen. Have to happen like this. I I'm just totally annoyed at this. What do you think that they could have? How would have you done it? Simple. If you had to switch title, uh, switch hands. Um, well, I think in that case it would have been Goldberg versus Kevin Owens with Jericho and Goldberg actually getting involved in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just really disappointed in it. There's absolutely no reason why Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar needs to be for the Universal Championship. Benefits no, nobody. All. Nobody cares. It doesn't benefit anyone. It's not that nobody cares. It benefits nobody. Yeah, I can't say nobody cares because if you can't deny the the reaction that Goldberg did receive, like what do from you the mean? crowd, people booed when he won. Oh, really? I, yeah, but people still chant Goldberg. Yeah, because that's like the "you suck" chant. That's like somebody saying what? It's just a thing in wrestling. If Goldberg's music hits, you're chanting Goldberg. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and pe- I don't think I don't. I don't really. I don't think people realize that. What? You, like, if you you could hunt, it's like going to see John Cena wrestle. John Cena comes out, people sing his theme song. John Cena sucks. Yeah. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. It's a thing. It happens. It's a thing. You don't have to be. You don't have to hate John Cena to chant. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. Yeah. Goldberg comes out. You're chanting Goldberg. Kurt Angle comes out, you chant, you suck. It's a thing. It's pro wrestling. Does not mean you're a fan of Goldberg. I can't wait for them to chant that on the uh, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, You know, unfortunately, they're going to do that, but It's not unfortunate. Angle, I'm sure, welcomes that. Yeah, but you know my take of that. I, I don't like the entire fan aspect. Fan... Uh, Involvement with it, the Hall of Fame. No, it depends on this sort of involvement. Like that, I think, is pers- per- perfectly fine. I, yeah, I guess, but... Alright, yeah. So, that was Fastlane. New champion. Yeah. Alright, well, let's talk about that new champion, a little bit of this fallout. Oh, well, before we get into that, yeah, that match you picked wrong. The matches um, you picked... Correct was the cruiserweight match, 
the tag team match and Joe's match. Every other match you picked wrong. Hmm. I guess, well, I said last week, I guess, because I want, it was hope. Yeah, because you picked Dar, Owens, Braun, and Flair, and Jax. So. It was, it was hope. Hope, well, let's hope that everything gets better on the road to WrestleMania. Now let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicks off, Chris Jericho comes out. Wanting to know why. Why Kevin Owens did what he did during their why? festival of friendship. Why? And Kevin Owens came out, said that they were never friends, and he just needed somebody stupid enough that would believe that, that would help him save anyone from, from taking the title from him. And then they basically they set up a match for WrestleMania. Kevin Owens like, I'm going to get my rematch no matter what. But right now, it has to be down me and you. That has to be dealt with. Which, in like that sort of sense, it could have uh, 100% WrestleMania could have been, should have been Kevin Owens going over Lesnar and Goldberg at WrestleMania. Build somebody up. Do something with the match. Do something with the championship. You build up a career. Oh my God, Kevin Owens defeated Brock Lesnar and Goldberg in the same match the same night. No, it's going to be Brock Lesnar defeated Goldberg or Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar. Well, they did do that with who? Seth Rollins. It well, would be the same thing. Very not, similar. Not really. I wouldn't <laughs> say similar at all. I would. No, because who they, they didn't. I mean, it was Reigns and Lesnar. Yeah. And it was a cash in. And he didn't, he didn't even pin Lesnar. He pinned Reigns. Uh-huh. So that doesn't do much for him. I guess so. I would love the night after Raw for Owens to just attack Goldberg. Or whoever's champion. Could be Lesnar. Probably will mm-hmm. be Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Probably is one of the reason why they're doing that stuff at the at Madison Square Garden on Sunday. What do you mean? It was supposed to be the Universal Championship match between Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar, but he's no longer champion, but they're still having that match, so... Yeah. It's got to be a reason for that. But unless they're just going to do that stupid thing with where Chris Jericho comes out and causes the distraction. But Fortunately, I wouldn't put that past it. They set up you? a WrestleMania match. No, I don't. And uh, Chris Jericho's like, "What's I want to fight now. What's stopping you from coming down here and fighting? And Kevin Owens like, nothing. Came down, they brawled, and Samoa Joe came out. Yeah, it was a brawl for all. And Sami Zayn came out to make the save. Which led into Kevin Owens defeating Sami Zayn. Again. Yeah. Again. Again. It's, and it's unoriginal. I mean, I get it. The fight forever. You always... this. I mean, don't get me... I, would, I am always a fan of Zayn Owens' feud, but... But it's not a feud. We were, we were never supposed to see this again on Monday Night Raw. And here yeah, we have yeah. it 30 more times. Yeah. Since, since that time. Makes no sense. That's just bad booking. That's lazy booking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think with it. Because I, I am a fan of their matches, but... I'm not saying I'm not. We're just... We should not be seeing it. It's not... It's, we shouldn't be seeing this at all. Yeah. House shows. Perfectly fine. TV. Lazy booking. Right. Lazy writing. Raw needs new writers. 
And I'm sorry, well, I think SmackDown needs two. Yeah. Well, I did like the part where Sami Zayn did uh, did a flip to the outside right over the referee. Well, that's just a thing. Sami Zayn thought, does that in almost every match. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm always a fan of it. I liked his little calling card with that. But it took two pop-up power bombs to pick up the victory for Owens. Yeah. So, what else do you have? Neville defeated Rich Swan to retain the the cruiserweight championship. Uh, and great match. Was, yeah, good match. I like the fact like Swan flip. He all right. What did he do? It was a uh, all right. Well, first he did a forward flip over Neville that like ricochet spot. Or I guess Swan does it a lot too, but I like that. But then he, uh, on the outside, Neville hits Swan with a back body drop, and Swan lands on the apron, sitting down. Yeah. I thought that was sick. I also I liked when uh, Neville tossed Rich Swan into the ring apron, and the way he like sold it, I guess, and like it just, like went like it looked like a dart being tossed into the ring apron. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, I think mean, these, these two are such good athletes. Yeah, and uh, obviously I think the bigger take happened after the match where Austin Aries was interviewing Neville, and uh, Neville was kind of getting in, in Austin Aries' face. And Austin Aries clocked him in the face with a microphone. And then, yeah, and I mean, then they Neville brawled. was sounding so cocky and arrogant, but... I think anybody that knows Austin Aries knows that if it's cocky and arrogance that you want, it's going to be Austin Aries on the top. And I, he rocked him with that uh, rolling forearm too, which I'm a fan of. Or a roaring forearm if you're WWE's creative uh, social media geniuses. Well, I mean, this who's a roaring elbow? Cassius. Oh, was it? No, uh, from w, uh, ECW, uh, Tanaka. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think Tanaka. Um, yeah, so very awesome about Austin Aries. Finally being involved in the uh, the division. The Cruiserweights, yeah. And then which went on the night afterwards, 205 Live, to defeat Tony Nese in his debut match. In an awesome match, too. Yeah. By the way. Um, all right, well, next job, you had good Goldberg. Old. Yeah. Goldberg getting booed by fans, CM Punk chants, Goldberg completely not handling it at all. He goes, yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear yeah. that. As if, like, yeah, keep chanting CM Punk, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I don't understand his handling of that. I, I don't, maybe he got spooked. Yeah, I hear that. Well, obviously, he got he gets spooked very easily in the ring. I mean, I I don't think he's he's awful on that mic. But Paul Heyman comes out uh, and said Brock Lesnar's here, which comes out. Brock comes out to shake Goldberg's hand for the WrestleMania match. I guess to ah, congratulate ah. him. It did not go well. And uh, Goldberg does nothing, and Brock Lesnar ends up scooping up for an F five. Uh, scoops him up while he still holds the title, holding the title on his shoulder. Yeah, it was very weird. Like, it wasn't even on his shoulder when he scooped him. It was just he was just holding it, and then completely no sells the F five. I don't know well, why the hell we should be invested in this it. match. No, he didn't. He did not. He gets he scooped down up a little bit. But then no, he didn't even stay down. He really didn't even stay down. 
And and when I mean he didn't sell the F five, he gets up on his shoulders. He's he's Lauren Itising. Just like when CM that... Punk picked up Johnny Ace for that for the GTS, Johnny Ace just stood there. Uh, just uh, to be there. honest, I don't know if any wrestlers know what to do up there. You sell it. You sell it. You just got scooped up. You try to get out or something. Well, now, once you don't he got, just, you don't just on the plank. floor, dude. Goldberg, Goldberg was planking, eyes open, dead face, title in his hand. Oh wait, I shouldn't have my title in the hand. Let me drop it. Drops the title, gets the F five. Brock Lesnar leaves the ring. Goldberg gets up. Well, how are we going to be invested? It's a WrestleMania title match. How are we getting emotionally invested in this? We're not. The only emotions that we show towards it is that we do not want to see this. Yeah. It's well, like, something that we do want to see. What, what else do you have to say? I, no, 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 no. I'm not. We're moving on right. to the club. <laughs> well, let's move on to the club taking on Enzo and Cass. But something that we do want to see is, in my eyes, Cass and Enzo being tag team champs at some point soon. Hopefully, WrestleMania. Yeah, but this, this match, match was cut short due to mm -hmm. disqualification. The club ended up picking up the victory uh, kind of by mistake. Uh, yeah. Cesaro and Sheamus came out during the match. And at one point, Enzo like did his little dance into Cesaro and got coffee all over Cesaro and Sheamus which didn't sit right with the former champions. So they got into the ring chasing after Enzo, went to hit Enzo, ducks it, hits one of the club, boom, they all brawl. DQ, yeah, it was just, club a, wins. just a cluster. Mick Foley sets up a match backstage afterwards. They were both verbally yelling at each other. He sets up for Monday Night Raw this coming week. The club will have a match at WrestleMania for the Tag Team Championships defending their titles against either Cesaro and Sheamus or Enzo and Cass. We'll find that out for Monday Night Raw, which I, I, that should just be a triple threat match at that point. Uh, yeah. I think that this should definitely be a triple threat match for the title. And if you want to be nice to them, toss in a new day, but they're already booked. So, And I'm also I'm hoping that, not that this has anything to do with this, but I hope... Like, last year's ladder match was really good for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh-huh. I would like to see... Like, it makes no sense that the Intercontinental... I mean, the United States Championship is not on the line. Chris Jericho, when was the last time he defended the, it is. the U.S. title? Is it? Yeah, at WrestleMania it is. Is it? Yeah, that's what it's all over. Kevin Owens said, like, if you want me, put that title on the line. And Jericho was just like, okay. Oh, so then it is for the title, and I do hope that it's a ladder match, kind of, because Kevin <laughs> Owens kills it in ladder matches. And uh, yeah. I'm sure Chris Jericho, we've seen it, a few ladder matches of his, too, that are good. We, Yeah, you mentioned Samoa Joe coming out before, which makes it kind of intriguing. Are we going to see Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens together in a stable? That's like a rumor well, right, of right Triple now, H fashion. Right now, they look like the two-man power trip. Yes. Of Triple H's. Mm -hmm. So, I'm assuming they got each other's backs somehow. Yeah, I mean, we saw that one scene where Triple H spoke to uh, Kevin Owens backstage. Yeah. So, makes you wonder. 
But um, also with that segment backstage with Cesaro and them, Stephanie McMahon saying she wants to talk to Foley right now. Make, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Which we that. never even found out. But I think that we will find out. I think it's going to unfold. Uh, something we also saw unfold, the match of Tozawa taking on Davari picks up the victory. Um, I'm a big fan of Tozawa in, in the ring. I liked how he was faking out his punches. Like He would just go for a punch. Uh, Davari would duck or something, and he would just clock him. Yeah, and then that snap German suplex. It's a, I mean, it's very standard, uh, typical Tozawa match. Not not bad. Uh, the bigger thing from this though is that he called out Brian Kendrick for a fight. Who and, actually came out? Yeah, he came out and he goes, "I'm not gonna fight you. Not here, not now." But he's going to add another lesson. He's gonna keep teaching Tozawa lessons. Which yeah. they did fight on 205 Live. Yeah, that's that's kind of the truth. Um, well, talking about coming out, New Day, they came out with an ice cream stand. Um, it's a bicycle. Yes, the bicycle. Uh, and they took on the Shining Stars. Uh, one of the Shining Stars members, Shining Star members, hit a double arm gut buster that I'm a huge fan of. I think that's such a cool move. But I honestly. Don't I always forget which one's Primo and Epico? So, but double arm gut buster. When, it's yeah. funny because when I picture the Shining Stars, I still I don't I don't even know how. But when I picture seeing New Day versus Shining Stars, I still picture Los Matadores in my head. Diego and Fernando. Yeah. Was that their names? Yeah. Nice. Now it's Epico and Primo. Yeah. Again, but. Uh, it's nothing. Well, actually, happens. no. I know. I know the difference between Primo and Epico, but for some reason, when I was writing this, I was thinking of Diego and Fernando, and I always forget yeah. their names. But nothing. Nothing happened in this match. Nope. Nothing at all. Just, just the way to keep. Yep. Yeah. Just to get uh, New Day in a match out to the ringside. Up next, we had Mick Foley call Bailey out and basically ask her who she's facing at WrestleMania. And then Sasha came out to challenge Bailey for the title at WrestleMania, and then Charlotte and Dana came out, which led to Stephanie coming out to put Charlotte, like guaranteeing Charlotte in the match at WrestleMania, even though she lost, even though she lost the the title, she lost her rematch. She's like, "Oh no, you just get in the match. You're Charlotte Flair. You're cool. You're gonna be in it." And uh, and Stephanie was was like. In order to find out who Charlotte's opponent will be, I mean, obviously it's Bailey, but to figure out if if Sasha Banks will get in the match because Foley did some fighting for her, uh, she was gonna have to face Bailey, and whoever wins that, if if Bailey won, obviously Sasha was not going to WrestleMania. If Sasha won, she's going to WrestleMania. But and and then it set up the next match, which I thought was atrocious. I thought this whole. Segment. Yeah, Charlotte was on commentary, and do you just want to not talk about this match? I'm okay with that, too. I don't think it's worth her time. Well, let me just say that Charlotte got involved, and I don't even understand the involvement, but Sasha Banks ended up winning, so she's going to WrestleMania for, as of right now, a triple threat. Yeah. Dana Brooke continues to look like an idiot here. Her, her, yeah, she baffles me. 
I'm I'm baffled, Brandon. I don't understand, Brandon. I'm baffled. Where Nia Jax was at all on Monday Night Raw? Um, she she's not booked. She's not booked. I think the Raw Women's Division is horrible. Add that to the Universal Championship match. Yeah. What do you have for WrestleMania? Two two of your biggest matches, garbage. I mean, honestly, I think one of the draw points is New Day as host. Outside of that, who cares? Um, I, mean, I, I really hope that they give uh, Jericho and um, Kevin Owens enough time to actually put on the great match that we know that they can. And again, I, I do hope. It doesn't have to be, but I do hope for a ladder match. Yeah. Well, next up, you had Triple H live via satellite. Um Cutting a promo just on Seth Rollins and WrestleMania. And one of the things I took notice to, and a lot of other people, that they're in Chicago and stuff, and he takes he makes mention to say that the doctors are the best the best in the world. Uh, which is CM Punk's motto. Which what did you think? We gotta rewind. What do you think of Stephanie McMahon, how she handled that CM Punk champ? Uh she called Call CM Punk. She called CM Punk a loser. Uh huh. Like fans during that Stephanie McMahon with, with Charlotte. And yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with her calling CM Punk a loser. She's a Stephanie McMahon. You, I didn't think reference before. No, I don't think. I don't know if I've ever heard her say CM Punk. Yeah, she's made reference. I don't think so. I don't, a bunch of times. I don't think they've ever. She's actually ever said CM Punk that I from yep. from what I remember. I'm, I'm I think I think like the fans said, I think the fans would be like chanting CM Punk. She goes, "Oh, you can keep chanting that. He's not here because it's whatever a minute twenty six two late or something like that." But I don't, I don't think know. She's, I feel I don't like I've heard her say CM Punk. I don't know. I feel like I I don't ever remember hearing her say CM Punk exactly since huh. he's left. So I, right. I I didn't think she controlled the crowd at all. That led to the even louder CM Punk chants, but. I, I think no matter what, you're going to have CM Punk chants. I don't know if there is a way to quiet down that CM Punk chant. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't think the only way to quiet that down is to get a big pop spot. But yeah, That's so Triple way. H basically told Rollins not to show up at WrestleMania. Yeah, and can you do, do you think he's going to show up? Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, next Rollins, up, Rollins, had, like, Rollins will show up. I'm still injured, but here's my replacement, and out comes Sting. Oh, I was going to say, out comes Emma, who is making her return soon, I guess. Maybe. I don't think Emma's going to. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Not, but it's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens with her. 100% Emma should have been in the championship match at WrestleMania. She's probably one of the best wrestlers in WWE, female wrestlers. And I, I think yeah. 100% deserves to have a championship match. Deserves to be at WrestleMania. That's just, again, stupid writers of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So. But, yeah. But, yes, what? now she's making, she's continuing the makeover from Emmalina to Emma. The reverse makeover? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Next, we saw Samoa Joe defeating Chris Jericho via countout. Uh, this is some 
complete stuff that you would do in a video game? Uh, I don't 100%. think so. 100%. You would definitely, the referee, you're outside brawling, referee's counting, Coquina Clutch gets locked in, Jericho can't get up. Oh, this is totally what you do. Player two can't get up. Run to the outside, all the way up the stage. Wrong. I go chase you. You hit me with the Wrong. weapon. You run back into the ring. That's your way of fighting. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll go with whatever Brandon says. So why did the referee not go check on Chris Jericho? Jericho's passed out, but no, he's going to still continue to count. Why would you not go out and check on Chris Jericho, especially since the night before? At Fastlane, the pay-per-view, the big pay-per-view, Sami Zayn lost the match by ref stoppage. Well, I don't think that the referee had to go check on him. You should have. He's on the outside of the He's ring. I think Joe just kept on counting. He's getting choked out. He's fine. You're just going to let the guy get choked out? It's a 10 count, dude. You're yeah. not... What? All right, you go outside. You, you go you outside stop and check the 10 on count. You, you stop no. the 10 count to check on the, the opponent. Then you can stop the match if you want. I disagree. I think go go through with the ten count. I don't know. I don't. I don't even understand why Joe needed a cheap win like that. I don't understand that aspect to it. Uh, I don't know what you feel about this, but what about Y2J getting the upper hand with the code breaker after? I get, again. I makes no. What's sense. your take off that? It makes no sense. I mean, Samoa Joe really hasn't been hit with a move that. A finisher, I don't think, to that caliber. And Y2J getting up after being choked out. What says you? Is it going to be Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania? I don't know. And then Samoa Joe is the the United States champion? I hope not. So afterwards, Roman Reigns was backstage, said something stupid. Braun Strowman comes out, calls out Roman Reigns. Reigns' music hits. Taker's music hits. Taker comes out. Well, first off, before you go any forward, I love the fact that first Reigns theme song hit. I was a big fan of this because it got the crowd like, boo. But then it, it switched over really quickly Yeah. to uh, Undertaker. So, Undertaker and Strowman basically are face-to-face. Strowman backs down. Scared Why? Dog. Scared little dog. Makes him Undertaker look... didn't even look at the WrestleMania sign. Nope. Makes him look weak as anything. He goes, gets, retreats to the crowd. I don't know if it makes him look weak. 100% looks weak. He just lost to Roman Reigns, which also makes him look weak. You're trying to build up a I, monster. I, I he builds up. He, he defeats Mark Henry with these. What? Braun versus Reigns. I'm. I don't know. I at this point, I really don't know. You said before you were okay with it. No, I was okay with him going to the top rope for that move. I thought that match was stupid. Okay. Um, but he defeats Mark Henry. He defeats Big Show. Can't defeat Roman Reigns. Backs down from the Undertaker. I'm pretty sure Braun Strowman's actually already faced the Undertaker. Did we not see Undertaker and Kane versus the Wyatts? Was he not in that? I don't think so. I think that was uh, Rowan. Go to Google. Type that in. I'm good. I'm just going to say that it was Rowan and Harper. And then uh, it's going to be interesting. But I really hope that Braun Strowman makes his way into that match because 
He deserves it, frankly. The way that they wrote it, there's no way he can't be in it. But I don't think they're going to have that happen. So. Unfortunately. Yeah. But he deserves it. It's it's such bad, bad writing. Such bad booking. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But Roman Reigns comes out. Undertaker looks at the WrestleMania sign. And then Undertaker just choke slams Roman yeah. Reigns. The end. And it and Braun Strowman was involved. I'm I don't think it made Braun Strowman I think it may have made him look smart, but I want to see Braun Braun Strowman in this aspect. He has to be in this match. Has to. If not, you wasted so much time. Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman was involved, but not in the match. For what? What? For what? The Brothers of Destruction. Oh. And the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, this wasn't even a match. It was just a promo, and they went oh. they went face-to-face. Undertaker and Kane were there. Bray Wyatt's in the ring, and then Harper, Rowan, and, and Strowman surround the ring. Harper mm-hmm. and and, Stro- and Rowan get choke slammed, and then Strowman is there, and takes out Undertaker and Kane. And then, Interesting. And then somehow Taker and Kane sit up, and they take they throw Strowman over the top rope and attack Bray Wyatt. Strowman's left there standing, which completely unfinished business from 2015, November 9th, 2015. Yeah. So 100% Strowman should be in that WrestleMania match. Probably not going to happen. Terrible build-up. Terrible end to Monday Night Raw. Terrible pay-per-view for the most part. SmackDown opens up. I thought this was one of the worst episodes of SmackDown I've ever seen. I got to ask you to time out. Keep on talking, but I have to turn on the light a little bit. It is getting dark real quick. I did that already. But uh, SmackDown, SmackDown opens the show up with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan in the ring discussing WrestleMania's championship match. And Shane McMahon was pro-AJ Styles, while Daniel Bryan was pro-Randy Orton, which I thought was so stupid. I don't understand how they pick sides like that, but they pretend to not know that they already announced Randy Orton versus AJ Styles via the internet. Yeah. I just, that makes no sense. I always hate when they don't acknowledge what's already announced. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand like how do you pick like wh- Randy Orton gave up the Royal Rumble shot. Should he mm-hmm. deserve to get that title that chance back? No, he gave it up. Where Luke Harper should be in this spot. It, it it's really said he's not. It really could have been just a Wyatt family four way. There's no problem with this. And I wouldn't. Wait, I wouldn't, family four way. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be opposed to Randy Orton with Randy Orton being in it. That's really the only way I would care about Randy Orton. Well, why Ray Wyatt? What and have AJ Styles? No. Have, what do you mean? Have Eric Rowan? Oh. come back somehow. I disagree with that. But I would I prefer a three way match. I would obviously prefer Harper versus Rowan. Uh, Harper versus. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. 
matchup, first match of the night, Nikki uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena tagging up for the very first time, defeating James Ellsworth and Carmella, which was awful. Oh, what about that promo by Ellsworth? It was cringe-worthy. Why is this guy on the roster? Why that, is he being you know paid? Why fine. does he have merch? I'm fine with, I'm fine with him. Nope. I'm fine nope. With this. Fire him. Fire him. I'm fire him. The, I'm 100% fine with the way he's being used. Nope. But fire him. Miz and Maurice came out uh, as the match started, but I think it should have caused a distraction for Carmella to get a quick pin on Nikki and win it. But for whatever reason, it didn't. And then Nikki and Cena in the middle of the match ended up getting super cena and winning. Nikki Bella was completely lost doing the five-knuckle shuffle. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. She like stood, had to stand there and wait for John Cena to finish. But she was also closer to the ropes. I don't – yeah, but – yeah, whatever. I, it was awful. Uh, it should have just been like Miz and Maurice distract – John Cena and and Nikki Bella and Carmella right. and Ellsworth they got the victory they they won up John Cena ha ha uh, look no. at that no please no no hundred percent because then no. it's like it's no. like look what you made us do Miz uh uh-uh. and then they get pissed off more and more at Miz and Maurice for distracting them no that they lose to James I would never, Ellsworth no no I want Ellsworth to go on a losing streak and disappear well I don't I don't I do I don't mind that he's there. If I they do. were booking him Fire. the way that they should be. But nope. Miz and Maurice pulled John Cena and Nikki Bella out of the ring afterwards and knocked them over like they were out. I don't understand how. From Cena being tossed into the ring steps and from Nikki being pushed into the ring post. They were out for however long Miz's promo was, which I thought was a fantastic promo, which completely, for me, saved that, that disappointing match. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Promo was fantastic. He bring, brings up John Cena making Nikki Bella sign a, a girlfriend contract, and how he stole stole Nikki Bella from Ziggler. Ziggler. But I don't see how Nikki Bella and John Cena were out from being tossed into a ring post and ring steps. Because that's never happened to John Cena before. I don't get it. But uh, up he's, next, he's never recovered from something that, that quickly. Yeah. I mean, come on. Up next, you had Kurt Hawkins calling out Dean Ambrose for a match, which led to Ambrose coming out and attacking Hawkins. Uh, and as an attack, and just hitting him straight with that dirty deeds well, right on the before, ramp. Well, before that, he called out Corbin, and Corbin appeared on the Titan Tron. It's like, I don't go where people tell me to. I well, no, it was after. No. Yeah, the first thing he did was hit Hawkins with the dirty deeds, and then he got in the ring and did the promo. Right? No, I think dirty deeds came after the fact. He, like, tossed Hawkins out of the ring. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. so Corbin was like, I'm, I do what I want, so you have to come find me, basically. Which, not really, but... So Ambrose goes to go find him and then hits Dirty Deeds and then runs to the back, which he finds him finally. They brawl. Corbin drops a forklift on Ambrose's chest. I thought it was so awful, terrible. I liked it, but yeah. I, I only liked it because it reminded me of Foley versus Rock, and I hate that spot. And it's funny because afterwards, like way afterwards, like they obviously they, the, what's it called? Talking Smack's no longer live. So they tape it after SmackDown while 
205 Live is going on. So 205 Live airs, and then Talking Smack airs. And on Talking Smack, Renee Young is like, oh, I, I haven't even seen Dean Ambrose. I should go check on him after this. It's like, what a horrible girlfriend at that point. Your, your, your boyfriend, Dean Ambrose, gets rushed out of there with possible broken ribs, possible this and that, coughing up blood, this and that. But no, I, I didn't check on him. Yeah. But, so, they fight, that happens, whatever. Up next, you had the Blissertation. Alexa Bliss and Mickie James were out there, and Bliss was saying how nobody is fit to be her opponent at WrestleMania. Becky I challenge Lynch. anybody who says that they are not a fan of Alexa Bliss. Yeah, she's, I think, the best, best on SmackDown. But uh, Becky Lynch came out, and Natalya came out and tried to get a title shot. Bliss shut that down. And then Mickie James said that she's going to be the one getting the match, which led to Daniel Bryan coming out and saying that every available woman on the SmackDown roster will be in a match for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Which, uh, what are your thoughts on that? We don't know if it's going to be a gauntlet. We don't know if it's a battle royal. I love that because that opened up the door for so much to happen now. First of all, there have been rumors for quite some time that Kelly Kelly is coming back. And she did say she might be at WrestleMania. Well, isn't she's already on the... Uh, for the Hall of Fame inducting Beth Phoenix, yeah, probably. And, she, and she's on the, what, the and Access. She's doing Access. So it'd be awesome to see Kelly Kelly back. Um, other rumored people were Victoria was rumored. Um, I don't know if there was anyone else like heavily rumored. The one person who I'm looking forward to, and you are too, 100%. Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Eva Marie I better hope- be the last person involved in the match where she comes out and wins that women's championship. That'll be like that'll skyrocket her to instant like. The most overheal on SmackDown. I agree. This is what has to happen. I think that would be amazing for Eva Marie's career. And I think that she is going to... I think she, is the, I think she deals with heat the, what, as one of the best on the roster. I think that she deals with it so well and feeds off of that crowd. She comes out there. She goes, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeds to just flounder around. Yeah. But uh, Daniel Bryan set up a tag team match. I was kind of disappointed because he goes, in the great words of Teddy Long or whatever, in the great spirit of Teddy Long, I'm going to set up a holla holla tag team match. I thought he was going to say a holla holla fame tag team match. Oh. Didn't happen. But uh, yeah, so he sets up a match between a tag match, Natalia and Becky Lynch versus Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Also kind of stupid because Natalia just came off of one of those feuds with Nikki Bella being a huge heel. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sure, a huge heel is going to fa- team up with a face. But she did live up to, to that heel name by attacking Lynch after the match. Well, during the match. During it, yeah. She hit her with a German suplex. And uh, then Alexa Bliss and Mickey James won. Yeah, but then right after the match, Mickey James rocks Alexa Bliss with that uh, with that kick. Yeah, which so. I think I really think SmackDown has a way better women's division than Monday Night Raw. Yeah, this also match, the rumor, this match, rumor with, this that, match, with that 
I just with that say opening, that, with that opening, another name, Naomi. Oh yeah, right. Well, she is. I mean, injured. that's another name with you leaving this opening for whoever's on the roster. You're leaving a wide open for question mark of a injury return. There's also, I mean, Tamina could be factored oh, in somehow. Dude, how much heat? Even Marie, quick pin, uh, quick pin, or just somehow goes after Naomi's injured leg, mm-hmm. gets the victory. Yeah. To victory. 100%. That's what should happen. I mean, Bliss, she Bliss shouldn't really even be quick. involved. She could even barely be involved in the match. Just really quickly do a chop block to the knee as Naomi's grabbing her knee, pin her. Or it could even just be like a thing where like Naomi's about to win and then all of a sudden, from Concord, California. And yeah. Boom. Eva Marie. Oh my God. Worst heat ever. One, two, three. Well, the, my problem with that then is that you have her face to face with her, which I want to avoid. And what that do you mean face to face with who? Naomi. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you want to see well, happen? You have her now coming to the ring or whatever you want to do. She's going to be getting the reaction of Naomi and everybody else, as opposed to a quick pin or something from behind. Plus, by doing that, you're allowing other people in the ring the opportunity for a quick roll up. Well, that's again, we don't know what the match itself is. Yes, that's true. Like, if it was a gauntlet match, Bliss could be oh. eliminated already. Huh. Let's see. How can we do that? If it's a gauntlet match, where it comes down to the end, it comes. Say it comes down to Bliss and Naomi. Naomi picks up the victory, ding, 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 new champion. Then it's like from Concord, California. I don't think the bell rings. No bell. Or something like that. Take out the bell. All right, continue. And then Eva Marie comes down, huge heat, hits the, she gets in, has the match with Naomi, wins the title. I don't think minus the match. I don't want to see her wrestle yet. I think if she does this, it just has to be quick, go after that leg, one move, pin. Or she gets it, or Naomi gets a chop block by Alexa Bliss. Or yeah, something. someone from behind. Allowing Eva Marie just to strut her way into the ring and do a quick pinfall. Something quick where she doesn't expose her wrestling talents yet. I think save that for a, Raw, a match on Raw or something like that. It's a SmackDown brand, but okay. Uh, yeah, SmackDown, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving on from that, our main event of SmackDown, we saw Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Randy Orton's going to WrestleMania to face WWE Champion Bray Wyatt. I thought this was super crummy, but like, I mean, you had to know it was happening with the 450 splash and the yeah, miss. I thought that was the best part where AJ didn't do the forearm. He yeah, went, he did the springboard and then dropped down, but you had to know. Yeah, I just think I just didn't understand why Bray Wyatt was nowhere in sight, and Luke Harper nowhere in sight. It really, really annoys me that they are. I think I'm more. I'm more. I think more so with with Bray Wyatt than Luke Harper because it's like you just burned down his shed where Sister Abigail was buried. You lit it completely on fire, and he was just not there. Yeah. Harper, I get more so than Bray Wyatt, but. If they're going to keep both of them off TV, then maybe it's just like, maybe it is like Luke Harper has some sort of sympathy towards Bray Wyatt or has empathy 
It happened to him too, basically. I'm, maybe, I don't know. I'm, did maybe he do Sister Abigail? I don't know. It, whatever happens, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on. Yeah, but after this match, after SmackDown went off the air, um, they showed a, a segment before 205 Live happened of, of AJ Styles and Shane McMahon getting into a verbal spat in Gorilla where it had to be broken up. And uh, I guess that's the seed. They're starting a feud, a uh, WrestleMania match feud on... Yeah. Or 205 Live in gorilla position? Yeah. That seems to be what they're doing. And then to top SmackDown off again, where the hell is Jason Jordan and Chad Gable? Don't give me dark Who? matches. Your Who? tag team champions getting treated like garbage. Usos had the hottest, hottest uh, promo they've ever had two weeks ago. Week ago, nothing. This week, nothing. Nowhere I think that's found. awful. Makes no what was the point whatsoever. of giving them that promo if this is what you're doing? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's garbage. Mm-hmm. But that was well, WWE. At least the uh, dark matches are good. Yeah. Well, oh. we don't know. We don't see the dark matches. Well, I mean, we could assume with American um, Alpha. Should we... I mean, Nakamura made his big return. Yeah, uh, Nakamura made his return, picking up victory over TJP on NXT this week. Which is stupid in like two reasons. We already said a few weeks ago. One reason is the fact that like you saw Nakamura wrestle. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me he's injured if he's on house shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, two, this is what they've been doing. Yeah, but so. whatever. Number two, why is TJ Perkins allowed to go out of weight class? Well, they said on NXT that this is the first. Uh, but it's not. It's not. 100% it's not. They're saying it's the first uh, Cruiserweight to be wrestling at, well, 205 or to wrestle outside of that division. I know what they said. It's 100% false. How? Everyone forgets the big Royal Rumble. Mm. Jack Gallagher had a shot at going to WrestleMania. Maybe only singles. Well, singles. Not what they said, but yeah. I don't understand why he's going to have that. If this is the case, then I want Tony Nese 100% Get to get an Intercontinental Championship or U.S. Championship match or run. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then Ember Moon, uh, seems like she injured Billy Kay. Uh, neck injury. But Billy Kay tweeted out saying that she's okay. Uh, that she'll live to wrestle on. Um, so just a stinger. But And then we also saw a promo, a teaser. For Aleister Black. Yeah. Um, so Tommy End, formerly known as Tommy End, Aleister Black is coming to NXT very soon. I would assume TakeOver? I don't, match. I don't know. I would assume TakeOver will see his debut match. Potentially versus uh, Almas. So the only reason I say that is because I see saw them uh, wrestle together. And I, could, I think I've seen them popping up paired off against each other a few times. I think that would be a really cool match to see on NXT uh, TakeOver. So, all right. So, that was WWE. Yeah, that was all the sports entertainment. And let's take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back here on 
Marking Out. This is WWE Superstar Tony Nese, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 318. Uh, moving on to some outside the ring news, which unfortunately this week, outlaw Ron Bass passed away at the age of 68, which uh, was noted that the cause of his death was said to be a burst appendix. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate. Uh, condolences to him and his uh, his family and friends. Yeah. Um, also, unfortunately, Dennis Stamp reporting that he has been battling cancer since it reemerged in September. But unfortunately, things have taken a turn for the worse, and uh, it has spread to his uh, to bone marrow. So very unfortunate hearing that as well. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah, and there's an update on Honma. Um, he suffered the injury to his spinal column uh, from that DDT a few weeks ago or last week. Last week, yeah. Yeah, there is swelling between the third and fourth vertebra, uh, cervical vertebra which led to some paralysis. He's slowly regaining motion in his hands and feet, and he's able to move his feet a fair amount, and he can grip Alex and bend his elbow. So still a long ways ahead ahead until he's 100% recovered. A very serious injury, though. Yeah. Who who knows if he'll actually get into the ring again. Yeah, hopefully he makes a full recovery and does return. Yeah. Um. And Finn Balor, off of injury, officially, this weekend, making his in-ring return to the house shows in Buffalo and Toronto. Uh, are those SmackDown or Raw? I guess Raw. Yeah, they're Raw. Yeah. I'm very then, excited for that. Yeah, and then also, uh, as, as far as house shows go, uh, we discussed it last week or two weeks ago that they're doing, that they're having the United Kingdom Championship Tournament guys on their house shows, house shows overseas, but in May they're also doing WWE presents the UK Championship live from Epic Studios, uh, which is two days, May sixth and seventh, Saturday and Sunday, which is also going to include uh, two hundred five live guys like Rich Swan, TJ Perkins, Akira Tozawa, Tony Nese, and, and Brian Kendrick. Very cool. I hope that they start. They do use Tyler Bates on the main, uh, yeah, on like Raw or SmackDown or something. Tyler Bates or Bates, the UK champ. It's Bate, I think. Tyler Bate. Bate? I thought it was Bates. No, I don't know. Hmm. But I hope that they do use him in more of a fashion outside of a one and done deal. Well, I mean, he uh, still Tyler is. The, he still is the current champion. Of what? The United Kingdom Championship. He holds it. And what's that? Well, I mean, they defended it on NXT. Yeah, but still. Let's see, it, I, let's see if they have a takeover match. Uh, yeah. Which he should. Yeah, 100% should. As a champion, should be defended. If not, the championship's going to be easily be forgotten. Right. And uh, Bates along with it. So, uh, WWE signed K, uh, Kari... Hojo, is that correct? I don't. I would assume it's Kyrie Hojo. To a three-year contract, uh, recently working Lucha Underground as part of the Black Lotus Triad. You know more about that than I do. What's the Black Lotus Triad? I don't know anything about it since I don't watch, can't watch Lucha Underground. Huh, well, isn't that unfortunate that both of us don't know what the Black Lotus Triad is, 
But if she got signed, she has to be decent. I did I mean, watch. I but did watch. on the other hand, they did sign James Ellsworth, so who knows? I, yeah, that's the completely different kind of signing, though. <laughs> I did watch her versus Pentagon, and I think she can give Asuka a run for her money. Well, by the time she gets brought up to the main roster, who knows if Asuka's still going to be even on NXT. Yeah, but that yeah. should be really cool. She was, uh, I mean, yeah, I thought she was really good. From the one clip that I saw, I thought she was really good. Well, Miz and Daniel Bryan, uh, that bad. Miz and Daniel Bryan went back and forth once again on Talking Smack. This time, Miz making a reference at Daniel Bryan, saying that he's retired and not wrestling. And Daniel Bryan said, well, we'll see you in a year and a half if he gets him back into the wrestling ring. Once his contract expires. Well, he just said we'll see in a year and a half, which now everyone speculates or says that that's when his contract expires. So, Yeah, we'll definitely see if he's going to be used uh, on uh, in the wrestling realm. Which I don't, I don't see WWE getting rid of Daniel Bryan. Oh, no, they're going to keep him along. They, I feel like he's so much of a draw that they will pay him whatever... He's going to be – I think he's going to be up there pay-wise with Randy Orton. Well, and Randy Orton can gather – gets a fair amount of money. Would you agree? I don't know. I didn't realize you were Randy Orton's accountant. Oh, yes. No. I, I thought you knew this. No, I didn't. didn't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, something else interesting. Vince McMahon apparently hates Rusev's new haircut, and that may be a reason for Rusev – Potentially not being booked for WrestleMania this year. That would be the most absurd reason why someone would not be booked for WrestleMania. But you know what? It's I Vince McMahon. Them. Yep. It's Vince McMahon, yeah. But I also, I don't understand, like, why Rusev would get a haircut. Like, I, I would assume, like, you would have to consult somebody. Yeah, I think he may have been wanting to go with that entire handsome Rusev and hope that stuck. Yeah, well... But, now he's got Rocky Maivia hair, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to segue it, but there's no real segue. Uh, John Cena is going to be starring in Daddy's Home 2 with Will Ferrell and... Well, that's, that's said that weird. Will wow. Ferrell. Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg as, as uh, a sequel to Daddy's Home 1, which he played a small cameo in at the end. Which set up yeah. perfect for a sequel to it. And it was, I thought it was, that ending was awesome. Yeah. I you, that was movie, a mark-out moment for you. Did Was it? Yeah, that was a mark-out moment of the week for you because you were not expecting it. I believe that you saw it on the train on a plane. No, I saw that in theaters. Oh, in theater. Okay. Yeah. And You're I, right. I, don't, I, I don't like I Will Ferrell movies at all. I don't like Will Ferrell. Neither does my dad. I, I'm a fan of him. But uh, Mark Wahlberg, I, I guess I could... I'll go see comedy movies with him. Mel I'm Gibson good. is going to be in this one, and uh, so is John Lithgow. So, and John Lithgow's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll hey. definitely, I'll definitely check that movie out in the theaters. Well, let's get on to some really big news this week in the pro wrestling realm. Which, by the way, gets announced Monday midday. Completely makes up for that horrible Fastlane pay per view in like the sense of like. I'm so pissed off Monday, having had woken up from what actually had occurred on Sunday. So it was able, it was nice to be able to like forget about what happened on Sunday for a while. Yeah. Well, 
Because Rick Rude, ravishing Rick Rude, is finally being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as one of the class members of 2017. So very much deserving. So very much awesome. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say about this? This is just a long time coming. Yeah, I went to my very first live event that I ever went to was in April of 1999, which was literally, I think he died on April 20th. And I might have, it was either the 23rd or 24th that I went to the to Madison Square Garden and they did the 10 bell salute to him and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's been a long time coming and it's a damn shame that he's not still alive to accept this. Yeah. But uh, Ricky Steamboat's going to be inducting him. And I'm looking forward to that. 18 yeah. years 18 years after his unfortunate death yeah uh, one of the one of the best uh, definitely plays an impact in a lot of wrestlers this day and age and a lot of wrestlers emulate him uh, look what I'm sure he played a huge impact with Ziggler even more so Bobby Roode right now so very very happy to see Rick Roode being inducted. Um, let's get on to some indie results. On the third, uh, Northeastern Wrestling took place at WrestleFest 21 in Waterbury, Connecticut. Travis Gordon defeated Blair Ed Hollister and Vinny Marseglia. The Battle Brothers picked up the victory against Adrenaline Rush. Uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski picked up the victory over Donovan Dijak. Ron, Very surprising. Ron Zombie defeated Hanson. Yeah, Bull Dread and Jerry Lawler, who made a surprise appearance, got involved and picked up the victory over Cam Zagani and Romeo Roselli. Jake Manning lost to Ryback. Uh, you also had new heavyweight title on the line. Mike Bennett defeated TK O'Ryan to become the new champion. Yeah, and in a steel cage match, you saw Cody Rhodes, or Cody, defeating Kurt Angle. Uh, Cody Rhodes, that clip of him basically went viral the, the night of, uh, of him doing that moonsault off the cage and missing. So, yeah, it's funny cause like Cody's known for that. And so is Kurt Angle. Yeah. Both known for those moonsaults off those cages. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I said Northeast wrestling, right? I think uh, I did. Yeah. But just in case it was Northeast wrestling. What else would you have said? I, I I honestly I do not know. I honestly do not know. But just in case. Was it near endangered wrestling? You know, you, you, you never know. You never know, dude. Yeah. Mm. Well, also on the third was MCW Matt Madness. Was it Matt Madness or March Madness? I'm gonna assume Matt Madness. In okay, well, Joppa, go with it. In Joppa, Maryland. Uh, CPA won the MCW Rage Television Title Tournament qualifying 20-man battle royal to get into the tournament. Uh, yeah. You also saw Brittany Blake pick up a victory over Robin Reed. Rage Television Title Tournament first-round Maxwell Jacob Feinstein defeated Greg Excellent. Brandon Scott defeated Ken Dixon. Yeah, also a first-round match. Uh, another first-round match was... 
uh, Dante Caballero defeating CPA. Yeah, Marcellus, uh, Marcellus Prime defeat, uh, and Napalm Bomb went to a double countdown in that tournament. Yeah, and then the semifinals match, you saw Brandon Scott defeating Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Adam Rose defeated Joe Keys by DQ. And then the, the MCW Rage Television Title Tournament final match, you saw Dante Caballero pick up that victory and the title, defeating Brandon Scott. Yeah. Uh, you have Brian Cage picking the victory over Leo Rush. Yeah, and then the Hellcats teamed up with the Bruiser and Lita, who also made a surprise appearance at this event, uh, defeating Andy Weinberg, Jeremiah, Rayu, and Sean Studd. Big Sean Studd. Big Sean Studd. So Lita, Ring of Honor. Lita made her return to the ring at a, an indie show. Yeah. Uh, on the fourth... Ring of Honor, Manhattan Mayhem, New York City. Uh, dark match. Sumi Sakai defeated Jenny Rose and Mandy Leon. Also another dark match. They had the top prospect tournament 2017 semifinal match. Josh Woods defeated Bren, uh, Brian <laughs> Brian Malonis. Yeah, and John Schuyler defeated Kurt Stallion in that tournament as well. Yeah, as for the actual event... Kicks off with Christopher Daniels taking on and defeating TKO Ryan. Uh, Dalton Castle defeated Colt Cabana. For the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, the champion Marty Skrull successfully retaining that title, defeating Sanjay Dutt. You had Dragon Lee pick the victory over Willow Spree. Which I've, like, I should have bought a ticket and gone to this. I had nothing else to do. Tickets well, were cheap enough. My question is, why didn't you? I just, I don't know. I didn't feel like going to the city. Even though it's literally, you take the train, you're right there. Yeah. But uh, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Young Bucks successfully defending those titles against Jay White and Leo Rush. Oh, uh, talk about this one. However, the lights go out after this. And out come the Broken Hardys. Who issued a challenge and the Young Bucks accepted. So for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks lost those titles to the new champions, the Broken Hardys, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and if Brandon actually went to this event, he would be marking out. Yeah. But he chose not to, which is a pity. But next up, you had... Good old Matt Tavern. Uh, wow, Tavern. Taven won the Ring of Honor World Title number one contendership in a battle royal. Yeah. Uh, then the Bullet Club, Cody, Frankie Kazarian, and Hangman Page pick up the victory, defeating Jay Lethal and the Briscoes. Ring of Honor World Title on live. Adam Cole defeated Bobby Fish, and Bully Ray made his debut, putting Cole through a table. Which so, is uh, very it's awesome. crazy that like the Dudley Boys never ventured to Ring of Honor ever. Yeah, that would be cool to see them uh, pick up the titles over there. Well, I don't need to see Dudley Boys pick up a title at all because Devon's the producer for WWE. So, well, I wouldn't mind seeing it just because. So this way, it's another championship under their prestigious already career. Yeah, but Bully Ray could 100 percent go and uh, pick up the the Ring of Honor championship. That's fine with me. 
Yeah, I, yeah. That that could. I mean, I don't know if that could somehow drag over to New Japan. No, no, but I think that's fine. Which, speaking of dragging over to New Japan, on the sixth of March, they celebrated their forty-fifth anniversary in uh, Tokyo. Um, some of the matches you saw were uh, Chaos defeating Suzuki Gun. You had Bullet Club defeating David Finley and Jushin Liger, Tiger Mask, Togi Makabe, and Nagata. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, Suzuki Gun defeated Rapungi Vice, new tag team champions in that match. Rev Pro British Heavyweight Title Online, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah, so he's now the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Uh, for the IWGP Tag Team Titles, uh, Ten Koji defeated Chaos to to become the new Tag Team Champions. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title Online, Hiromu Takahashi uh, Takahashi defeated Taguchi. Uh, yeah, and then you also saw Okada defeating Tiger Mask W. Yeah. And there were a few other matches there too, but uh, yeah, that was but, the gist of it. Yeah, <laughs> upcoming indie. On the 18th, PWG Nice Boys don't play rock and roll. Receive California. Desmond Xavier going to take on Shane Strickland. Adam Cole will be taking on Sammy Callahan. You got Brian Cage taking on uh, Keith Lee. OI4K will be taking on the Chosen Bros, Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle. Leo Rush taking on Trevor Lee. Best friends will be taking on the leaders of the new school, Marty Scurll and Sabre Jr. PWG tag titles on the line. Three-way match. Young Bucks taking on Seidel and Ricochet versus Pentel L Zero M and Ray Phoenix. Yeah. How is that? What's the name? Pentel L? Cerro Miedo. What is it? Cerro Miedo. Oh, you can just say that instead of me saying Zero M? (laughs) Whatever. I I mean, I think, didn't you say Sarah? No, I said zero. Oh, I don't know whatever. what. what who, oh, well. I mean, you could you could say it right now. I what is it? So. Penta L. Go ahead, say that match. Penta L. Cerro Miedo. And Ray Phoenix taking on Ricochet, Matt Seidel, and the champions, the Young Bucks. Which is so. funny. Uh, it has nothing to do with the match, but it has to do with Ricochet tweeting out this week that he saw somebody. He was walking in like Target or Walmart or something, and he was wearing a Lucha Underground shirt. And said to the guy, cool shirt. And the guy just kept walking and said, thank you, whatever. Never looked away from his phone. If only the guy looked up and he would have seen Prince Puma standing right there in front of him. If only. Too too many people are consumed in in technology and electronics these days that they can't enjoy what's going on in the world around them. However, you should definitely check out our podcast on Marking Out iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play and enjoy those on the technology listening devices. And ignore your surroundings when you uh, listen to us, unless yeah. you're driving. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Or if you're in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely. But new March Mayhem in oh, Port Jarvis. See, I think that's why I thought maybe Matt Mayhem. What maybe. was the match earlier? I don't know. Matt Mayhem. On the 18th, Ryback taking on Wrecking Ball, Ligurski. Cody Rhodes will be taking on Travis Flip Gordon. Matt Hardy taking on Vinny Marseglia. Uh, Maria Manic will be taking on Mandy Leone. 
Dijak taking on Hanson. And Adrenaline Rush will be taking on Pretty and Gritty. So check that out. New March Madness, Port Jarvis, New York on the yeah. 18th. Um, Impact Wrestling, they had their big relaunch this week. TNA is no longer a thing. They buried that in the ground. It's now called Impact Wrestling for sure, which I thought it kind of already was, but I guess it wasn't. No, what do we know? Uh, I'm going to still continue to call it TNA. Oh, yeah, me too. But I thought this taping was a mess. It was an absolute mess. And uh, You have a champion, you don't have a champion. No, I mean, right now, well, first, you have the, the opening segment. It opens with... Um, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards fighting with each other in the crowd. Then it cuts to, it just randomly cuts to Cody Rhodes coming out, demanding a match with Moose. And then the lights go out and it cuts to the DCC coming out. Completely just randomness. Um, and Cody Rhodes wasn't even involved with the DCC match. Yeah. New tag team of Reno Scum debuted. To defeat the DCC, I thought it was a lackluster match. Lackluster ending, no pun intended, because I believe the guy's name is Luster. Wow. Um, and who are these people? Reno Scum. They are tag team champions of uh, some sort of, I don't know, they said some sort of lucha promotion, I think. They had the titles with them. Maybe something in Las Vegas. I have no idea. I wonder if they were part of that TNA thing that uh, Jesse Sorensen was part of in Vegas. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Let's see. They have. Let's see if they have listed titles. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Things that make you go something hmm. in there, but it, it, you couldn't even pay attention to the match. They're like, they're trying to showcase new talent. Throughout the whole night, you can't even pay attention because you have um, Jeremy Borash gets announced as a new member of the commentary team. So you have Jeremy Borash, Elijah Burke, or uh, what is his name? Pope? Pope. And Josh Matthews, three-man commentary team. You had JB and Josh Matthews fighting the whole night. The whole night. You, like, they were literally, you, you, you were trying to put over new talent, couldn't even. And I felt terrible for Pope because he was in the middle of them, literally, just trying to call the match. And trying you know to who doesn't feel bad for Pope? Right, because you don't like Pope on the commentary. But as like no, as a human I think he's being, awful. as a human being, though, I I actually felt bad for him because of the situation he was put in. Rockstar, oh, that's different. Rockstar Spud is just randomly now their their ring announcer. Um. What happened after? After that, they had a four-way match. Braxton Sutter defeated Caleb Conley, DJ Z, and Marche Rocket. Fine. Again, couldn't pay attention to the match because of the bickering between JB and, and Josh Matthews. You had Sienna defeating Rachel Ellering. Again, fine. Couldn't pay attention because Josh Matthews and JB would not shut up. Continued to argue. In between here, somewhere, you had Bruce Pritchard with Alberto Del Rio making his debut. Alberto El Patron. I said that weird. And Bobby Lashley getting in some sort of confrontation. Somehow gets set up into a, a championship match. Also taking place, you had Zepp Coulter 
Dutch Mantel making his on-screen debut, coming out saying, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zeb Colt. Nope, can't say that anymore. In a for But I can say, in a former lifetime, I was known as Zeb Coulter. And then what? he went into this long speech about how, like, oh, Impact used to be great. You had AJ Styles. You had Bobby Roode. You had Samoa Joe. You had Sting. You had Kevin Nash. You had this person, that person, this person, that person. Everybody now associated with WWE. You had Christian that you could possibly cram into a TNA promo, except for the Hardy Boys. I'm not positive if Kurt Angle was in that or not. But everybody that you could squish into a WWE promo on a TNA show, they were in there. And their whole slogan now is Make Impact Great. Not Make Impact Great again, but it's Make Impact Great. As if Bob Backlund and Darren Young didn't just do that for months. As yeah. if Donald Trump didn't just do that for months. Now Impact is going, Impact is going with Let's Make Impact Great. As if Marking Out hasn't been doing that for months. <laughs> um, also involved there was between the, the bickering between Josh Matthews and JB, you had Josh Matthews talking about how he's uh, a guy that studied under the wing of Jim Ross. He's called WrestleManias. He's been on the highest of his careers. WWE this, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand. And then even Josh Matthews, you're a punk. The main event, you had Del Rio versus Lashley for the championship. El Patron coming out. And one whoever was on commentary, I'm going to assume it was Josh, given the nature of how he handled the whole show, goes, oh, I don't even care. I'm just going to say it. Alberto El Patron is a former WWE champion. Why are they yeah. using... They oh, I see that's Matthews. They used WWE at least four times in that but I don't think, in big I, segments to try to get themselves over. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think they look like complete. I don't know. That I think. I, I think that that is totally fine and cheap publicity to be able to say that you I have. I think that's kind so of. So if pathetic. you have a former all star. No, I think it's kind of pathetic. I really think it's kind of pathetic. I disagree with you. It's like I. I don't see how. In what sense is that good? I think it's great. I it's think like El Generico, Sami Zayn coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is El Generico. Oh, I can't say that, but different. I can say that in a former different. lifetime, I different. was El Generico. Different. Totally How's different, different, dude. How's it different? Because this is WWE. Okay, and? This is like someone going from the MLB to play in Japan. When Scott Hall went to WCW, he didn't say, I'm because, Razor Ramon. Well, they did make a lot of references to it. But he said, you know who I am. Yeah, exactly. That's not, but back oh, then, back I then they would have gotten, gotten sued back then. This day and age, they wouldn't sue. I don't. I think. I think it's totally different. Complete shambles. And I feel bad because we know people that are wrestling on these events. Do we? Yeah, we do. You know, Ooh. we do. Ooh. And I want Ooh. nothing but the best for those people Ooh. that are wrestling on the the shows. But I, it's like we, I keep. Every single, I, I think I I totally disagree with you. I don't know. I think I think that I think that you should be able to say that you are a former champion of TNA of uh, WWE. I don't think that there's any problem with but that. The way they're saying it, the way that they're saying it, even it's just it comes off as very childish. I'm sorry. You didn't uh, hear it. You didn't see it. You didn't. No, watch but it. I am talking about their usage of WWE. I but, am fine with that. 
maybe when you if you watch it, you could you could maybe change your opinion on it. Maybe you even I, you even read the results for what happens. I think next week and said that was terrible. That's stupid. But guess what? That's exactly what happened. The full night of to Impact say that Wrestling. someone's formerly to say your former name is not stupid. No, I think in the way he said it was stupid. I think the exact way that Zeb Coulter, Dutch Mantel went about saying that was stupid. Oh, my name is Zeb. Well, can't say that. I could get sued by up north. I'm, I was. I can say I was formerly known as Zeb Coulter. It's like you, you just come out there. We we know who you are. You don't have to say your name. You could just say, "Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dutch Mantel." You don't have to explain yourself. I think it's bad. You even say Dutch Mantel. Yeah, eventually he goes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can call me. At one point, I was Dirty Dutch Mantel. I am not the Booker. I am not this. I am not in charge backstage. My boss. Is you people. Yeah. Now I want everybody to join with me, put their hands on their hearts, and say we, the people, want to make Impact great again. Or great. And I'm guessing say, that you were not happy with him saying I, that we... I, I mean, I kind of rolled my eyes at it. I get where they're going with that, but even still, it's just like, oh, I don't get it, man. It's just... Every single time this happens where Impact Wrestling is supposed to get like a huge boot, we tune in. I tuned in. Hulk Hogan comes in. Whatever. Supposed to be this giant great thing. Nothing happens. Dave Lagana comes in. Supposed to be this great thing. Nothing happens. Over and over again. What was Lagana thought of as a great thing? It was. 100% it was. The best thing that TNA's done in recent history has been with the Hardys, and then they screwed that up. And now they're threatening, uh, apparently threatening to sue the Hardy boys. Which is... Like, wild. I mean, this is coming off of, based off of uh, a bunch of Hardy, tweets. Rebby Hardy completely tweeted out the whole thing. Bless her. She's awesome in all the situations. So. Yeah. But, whatever. That was TNA. Uh, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling go follow jonathan at mr john faust also go check out our broski at montreal broski that is right it's eric go check out first thing in the morning you can go watch his let's play and so much more on his youtube account uh first thing in the morning also go listen to him as he is one of the hosts of the kayfabe pod today podcast uh check them out on twitter at kayfabe today uh, and you can go listen to them, kayfabetoday.com. So always awesome stuff over there. They put us over on their recent one of their recent podcasts, so go check them out too. Uh, Independence Pro Wrestling taking place in Moosick, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is going to be on the 17th. They have a really cool event uh, lineup. You're going to see Joey Janela, the bad boy, take on Leo Rush. Uh, both just really making a huge name for themselves this past year. And so much more. Uh, they also got like Matt Tremont taking on Ricky Shane Page. And a ton more action that you will not want to miss out. The private party taking on to infinity and beyond. Facade in action. Gregory Iron in action. Go check them out. 
Uh, you can go find them on Twitter at Independence PW. Hey, Brandon, any shout outs? Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. First shout out goes to everyone that's ever been in WWE that was never given the opportunity that they deserve. Anyone who should have been a WWE champion that never got a chance. Coco, we were looking at you, buddy. No, no, seriously, like Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow, Kofi Kingston, Cesaro, Wade Barrett, Taz, even Drew McIntyre, Goldust. The list just goes on and on. What they did on Sunday is Razor Ramon. What they did on Sunday was absolutely pathetic, and it's garbage. They need new writers. They they should that should have never been that match should not be over a title at all. Mm-mm. Just really pathetic. Absolutely and unfortunate. Dis- like just awful. We're I guys, mean, I get I guys, get I just named of- tons of guys that busted their their asses in WWE to get where. Future, I, I understand that you. I understand you want to put over uh, Owens and. Uh, Chris Jericho, but this is not the way. How does that even put over? Uh, well, yeah, well, I guess. It's sense. the way the yeah. setup of it, but that's just an awful way of setting it up. 21 seconds, new champion. Was it Drew McIntyre? No. Sandow, sure. who was the hottest thing in professional Slice wrestling. Bread. Should have, when Slice bread. Slice bread. Cashed in against John Cena, should have won. No. Cody Rhodes, killing it in all Sandow, the other Sandow, Sandow cashing in should have won. I just said that. No, you said uh, McIntyre. No, I said was it Drew McIntyre? No, Damian Sandow, one of the hottest guys over uh, in wrestling. When he should have yeah. cashed in when he against Cena didn't win. Kofi Kingston against Randy Orton should have won. Taz mm-hmm. against Triple H should have won. Yeah. So there's no such thing as grabbing a brass ring in WWE. No. Up next, the CW show Riverdale is getting a shout-out. I was watching a Bullet Club question-and-answer video, and uh, Kenny Omega asked Cody Rhodes about it since he's a CW guy, which I think Cody Rhodes is actually returning to Arrow. Spoiler alert. Uh, Spoiler. But it's not really a spoiler alert. Cody Rhodes tweeted out that the character's coming back, I think. So uh, I think he tweeted out. Oh, I think I know how. All right, cool. And uh, yeah, so Riverdale, it's about the Archie comics. But it's like a that darker. Period. I would have never guessed. Yeah, it was pretty good. Told, so when you told me that, I was just like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. So I mean, I think that's a show that you would write up your alley. Probably. Yeah. So definitely check it out. I, binged, I mean, I love I, I love all those CW shows. I I'm a fan of Flash, Arrow, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So I I don't doubt it. Yeah, I only watch the 100, and I watch Riverdale now. I started watching uh, Legend. Uh, no, not Legend. Uh, Legion? Legion. I, I started. I, I don't say anything. I have to rewatch the first episode. Well, I'm gonna say because I kind of, I kind of was half and half with paying attention. I'm, I'm gonna say and that I was just like, I gotta do it. I'm gonna say that I deleted it. I, I officially un, I unrecorded it. Why? For the first time in a long time that I've started a new TV show, I just gave up on it. Why? It got, I mean, got, you told me that you were. That it was good. It just got too out there and boring for me that I was like, I don't want to watch this. It has nothing. I just doesn't grab me anymore. 
right. It's just too out there. Even that first episode, I was like, well, I, I want to like it, but like, do I like it? I don't know if I do. But yeah, yeah. I, I stopped watching Legion. I had it on my DVR. I turned it on. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And I deleted it. And then I deleted the recording for future recordings. Wow. So check out Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, last last but not least, Ticketmaster is absolutely 100% getting an anti-shout-out. Happens way too often, but uh, they emailed me telling me that I can get a full refund for an event that was postponed. Uh, and then I hit them up last night four different times because I wanted the refund. And four different times they told me I couldn't get the full refund amount. And then I called them today and finally they worked it out where I can get the full refund amount. I just have to jump through more and more hoops to get it. That's awful that yeah. you have to jump through so many hoops to get a refund that is – that should be yours. Yeah. I, like, I want to see Lionel Richie again, but it falls on August the 19th, which I'm going to 100% want to go see NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 over – <laughs> over Lionel Richie at Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden. Mm. So, yeah, so s- screw you, Ticketmaster, over and over again. Harsh words. Uh, moving on to our... Our... moment of the week. That's right, it is our Mark out moment of the week. Hey, Brandon, did you know that my mark out moment of the week is Jack Gallagher and his headbutts on the pay per view and how realistic they sound? Yeah, yeah I, did. I did know that. That's and I, my I was, mark was, out moment of the week. I was going to have a non wrestling related mark out moment of the week because uh, they released the soundtrack to Beauty and the Beast. The new movie coming up this week, uh, but I was—it's it's making me not want to see the movie. I well, was you're very obviously just not a fan. Like they keep releasing clips of of the stuff, like a clip of Emma Watson got released, like got leaked of her singing, and I thought it was terrible, like completely auto tuned. Then they actually released a real clip, and it made me more and more disappointed because it was garbage, auto tuned. She can't sing. I don't understand why they would cast her as a singer in a musical, basically. Um, and then there's some more and more. Every single song is auto-tuned. I don't understand. That's a horrible thing for Disney. They could have done much better. I think Anne Hathaway could have done Belle 100%. She sings. They don't need to auto-tune her. But I think uh, and everything else everything else about the film I'm good with. Except do you think that guy. Harry Potter has anything to do with it? Well, Harry Potter world with them, like, yeah, because of how popular she was. Yeah, I think Anne Hathaway is super popular, though. That we're like, people would still go. I think so, 100%. I don't think so. I think people would still 100% go see Beauty and the Beast because it's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the only other problem that I have with it is the guy that's playing got Gaston doesn't sound like he's like, it's not like manly enough, enough of a voice. For Gaston, right. but I was very, very disappointed with the soundtrack. Very disappointed with the fact that Emma Watson can't sing, and they auto tune the whole thing. It's garbage. But mm. everything else that they've released from the movie looks good. 
And they, they um, cut they cut my favorite line from the from the song. Or at least that you know of. No, I listened to the full song. They they Ooh, did they did cut it. Awful. Well, I'm definitely gonna see it in the, in a theater. I'm actually I shouldn't say definite because I'm almost sure sure that I am. I still but, might I still might go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So but as yeah, of now I, I think doing that. I'm still I'm kinda disappointed. I'm sure you are. That's okay. You're allowed to be disappointed. Yeah, it's just still so real to me, damn it. I'm I'm sure it's okay, Brandon. It's okay. Yeah. But that is our mark out moment of the week, and that is the finale of our entire podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah, we will not be returning next week or the week after that or after that. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, fine. We will. But that's done for this episode. Go check out our past episodes, marketout.com, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. Comment, comment, comment. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Also, go check us out, facebook.com slash marketout. Give us a like. Check out YouTube, youtube.com slash marketout11. Watch Cooking with Brandon 5 featuring the one and only Chris. Uh, he is featured in there, so go check that out. Oh, and also featuring Brandon. And you. And me. Yeah. My, my, my verbal skills are used in this. Also, go check out Twitter, where you can go follow us at MarkinOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And we wish you the... Endeavors. Have a fantastic week.